0: What will God do on the day of judgment to people that had the grace of God given to them, but they rejected it and continued to sin? That's why it's important to know the Bible, to know what Jesus taught, to know what the prophets taught, so that when we read the Bible, the Holy Spirit has come to convict us of sin.
1: Welcome to Somebody Loves You Radio, the Bible teaching ministry of Raul Reese in Diamond Bar, California. As Raul continues our motivational study of biblical faith heroes, we'll take a close look at the persistent intercessory prayer life of Abraham. Petitioning on behalf of a willfully rebellious city, Abraham called on God to offer grace and salvation. We hope you'll make plans to stay with us today for encouragement to continuously seek God's mercy for your friends and loved ones without condoning their sin. Let's listen as Raul Rees begins today's message, Abraham, a prayer warrior. Join us in Genesis chapter 18, beginning in verse 16.
0: We're going to be dealing with Abraham as the intercessor. He's going to be praying because Sodom and Gomorrah is going to be destroyed. He becomes an intercessor. This was a bad situation that uh, Abraham was chosen by God as his vessel that would pray, and they would not give up. The grace of God is given to us to a certain point. God gives us the grace of God, and we continue in this grace. And then if you read the epistles, Paul's, Peter's, Jude, you know, he always, always speaks to Christians, not non-believers. The church somehow gets deep into sin. And uh, this morning, we want to speak a little bit about homosexuality and lesbianism because it's become a real problem. One of the things that uh, we have to realize is maybe some of you have sons or daughters that might be lesbians or homosexuals. And that's a real problem within the home because not only do people know that and it makes them stumble, but you as a parent have done everything in your power to love them. Somehow the love of Christ might get to them and they'll repent and come to that place where they want to serve God or they want to make sure that other people understand that they have repented of their sin. God here in chapter 18, beginning with verse 1, you don't have to go there, verse 1 through 17, which we'll see in a moment. You begin to see that God not only came to Abraham's home, Three visitors, two angels, and one of them is the Lord Jesus Christ, a theophany of Christ. Now we see that when they came to Abraham's tent, he says that the story not only begins in chapter 18, 1, but the appearance to Abraham with three men, talking with them. Secondly, Abraham treated them, not only that he offered them to eat with him in his tent, but Abraham bowing to the men. That not Jesus Christ is Lord, but a theophany of Christ in the Old Testament. Abraham fixes them a meal to eat. Lord tells of the blessing. They will come to Sarah, his wife. They will have a child by the name of Isaac. Abraham is the one that was elected by God to bring us to the Messiah, Jesus Christ, Abraham. When you look at Abraham in chapter 22 of Genesis, what does he do? God is asking him to go up to Mount Moriah and to take his son and actually kill him or sacrifice him. And we see that as Abraham brings his servants in the three-day journey to go up to Mount Moriah, the three-day speaks of the resurrection. Abraham got the father and Isaac the son. And then later on, we'll see Eliezer a couple weeks, and he's a type of the Holy Spirit looking for a wife, Rebecca, in the Old Testament. Everything bringing about what God is going to do. And then we see his reaction to what God had said, because the Lord told Abraham that he was going to have a son. They were all in their 90s, and Rebecca started laughing in the kitchen. And the Lord said, why did you laugh? And she said, I didn't laugh. And the Lord says, You're going to have a child. By this time next year, you'll have a boy. And you begin to see how God's hand is moving about. Moving about, and what God intends to do in the life of Abraham. What is God intending to do in your life? You ever think about that? Especially if you're in a position like Abraham, he had a nephew that when they came to Sodom and Gomorrah, Well, before that, Abraham, they were coming to this land, and Abraham said, do you want to take the left side or the right side? Abraham gave him the position to choose first where he wanted to live. And of course, Lot chose towards Sodom and Gomorrah. And then God came to Abraham and said, Abraham, I'm going to bless you so much, I'm going to bless you. And he gave him the land. And then we see, beginning with verse 16 now, The three visitors that come down to visit. In verse 16 he says, And the men got up from there and looked towards Sodom. And Abraham went with them to send them on their way. So when they ate with Abraham and he gave the prophecy to Sarah. As they get up to go towards Sodom and Gomorrah, he decides to walk with them. And the reason he goes with them is to become an intercessor by praying for Sodom and Gomorrah. That God would not destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. And we see in verse 16 that the men rose up from there and looked toward Sodom and Gomorrah. And Abraham went with them and to send them on their way. Verse 17. And the Lord, here's a theophany of Christ. The Lord said, shall I hide from Abraham what I'm going to do? What was God going to do? He was going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. There was only Lot... His wife and the two daughters, they were living in Sodom and Gomorrah. Now check this out. When he chose to go to Sodom and Gomorrah, he went. Then he set up his stand far and away from Sodom so that he would not get involved with Sodom and Gomorrah. The next time you see Lot, he's sitting at the gates of Sodom and Gomorrah as a judge. Sin is always seductive. And many times as believers, we think, well, I'll never fall. But it's not only the homosexual community and the lesbian community, but it's people that love to live a life of sin. Fornicators, liars, whoremongers, all these people. He says in verse 18... Since Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed by him. Why? Because God chose him through his line to bring the Mashiach, the anointed one of God, Jesus. God had chosen him. And so God says, shall I hide this from Abraham, what I'm going to do? In verse 19 he says, for I have known him in order that he may command his children and his household after him, notice that they may keep the way of the Lord to do righteousness and justice that the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has spoken to him. See, God's in control. God wants Abraham to understand. Look, Abraham, not only that the angels rose up and to go to Sodom and Gomorrah, but they're looking forward. And then as you follow me, when he's following Abraham, he's interceding the whole time. The importance of prayer. Do you pray for America? Do you pray for these countries that are not only falling into sin, but God is getting ready to even destroy these countries because of what they've done and what they're doing even to the present time. This what he says in verse 20. And then the Lord said, Because the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is great. Notice what's going on in Sodom and Gomorrah. Because of the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah, it's great. God was fed up. I came down here because of the cry against Sodom and Gomorrah. And then he says, and because their sin is very grave. This is a great sin, God says. A great sin. Jesus said that if there's anybody that takes a little girl, a little boy, and begins to mess them up mentally, or to have them and confuse them, or to use them, he says it would be better for that person to put a rope around his neck and cast himself into the Sea of Galilee and drown himself. That's what Jesus said. God hates sin, especially when you're destroying children. Children. Children that are naive, they're just little children, they don't understand. You're bringing confusion to their minds. Look at all the high schools, look at all the grammar schools. They are not teaching that it's okay to be a homosexual or a lesbian. We as parents need to be careful, and as grandparents, we need to be careful. Because we're talking about eternity. Eternity. That God not only has warned, and he continues to warn But we see again in verse 20, and the Lord said because of the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah, it's great because their sin is very grave. There were other cities surrounding Sodom and Gomorrah.
1: This is Somebody Loves You Radio with Raul Reese. Pastor Roll would like to invite you on an incredible Footsteps of Paul tour. The dates are November 6th through 16th, 2024. Go to somebodylovesyou.com for all of the information. Let's rejoin Roll now for the final part of our study today, Abraham, a prayer warrior.
0: And when you go down to the Dead Sea, you have in Gedi, where David ran away from Saul. You have Masada where the Jews go up every time their army goes up, and they see not only victory, but they cry out for victory. The Masada will never fall, speaking of Israel. And then you come to that place where Sodom and Gomorrah were in existence, and there's nothing there today. God totally got rid of it because of sin. Sin. When uh, the angels went down to Sodom and Gomorrah, and they found Lot at the city gates, that he invited them into their tent to have supper, you know, to eat together, to fellowship. And then what happens is, before they go out to judge the Sodom and Gomorrah, the city, as they're in the house of Lot, all of a sudden there's a knock on the door. And when he opens the door, the homosexual community is outside, and they're very aggressive. They're trying to break into the house to get the angels, to have sex with the angels. And what happens is that Lot closes the door behind him, and then he says this, you guys, I'll give you my daughters. You can do whatever you want to do with my daughters. He was willing to give up his daughters. Where is his mind? Where is his heart? And the angels opened the door. They grabbed him by the collar and pulled him in. And the angels blinded the homosexual community. This is what they did. They were blinded, still trying to get into the house. Aggressive homosexuality. We need to be careful because that's what the Bible. This is the word of God. That's not just me telling you this. This is the word of the Lord. He goes on in verse 20 again. He says, Sodom and Gomorrah is great because their sin is very great. Verse 21, and I will go down now and see whether they have done altogether according to the outcry against that has come to me. And if not, I will know. They were crying out to the Lord and he was coming to do it, to inspect what was going on in Sodom and Gomorrah. Coming down to see what's going on. And then you notice verse 22, he says, And then the men turned away from there and went towards Sodom. But Abraham still stood before the Lord, doing what? Interceding. As they come and they're going to Sodom and Gomorrah, Abraham doesn't go home. He continues to pray. And not not to pray, but he's talking with the Lord. And saying, Lord, if I can find such and such men, 50, 45, 40, 35, 30, And you get down to 10, and the Lord walks away because he's done with the city. No more grace. And Abraham stops interceding, and he goes home. The grace of God has been rejected. And then it says in verse 23, And Abraham came near and said, Would you also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Are there righteous people in Sodom and Gomorrah? I guess so. Lot, his wife, And his daughters. And this is why Abraham sitting there and begins to intercede and says, if I can find so many people, will you spare it? And God says, you bet, I'll spare it. But show me if those people are there. Verse 23, again. And Abraham came near and said, would you destroy the righteous with the wicked? Suppose there are 50 righteous people within that city. He begins to intercede, 50 people. I wonder what God thinks today of the world. Places where they're not afraid of God and they live a life of sin every single day. You see, America is without excuse. Too much is given, much was required. The judgment of God to America and those that live in America, the judgment will be tremendously greater and greater and greater because of the word of God. The word of God given. To television, to radio, to satellite, your phones. All these people can hear the word of God. In verse again, 23. And Abraham came near again and said, Would you also destroy the righteous with the wicked? And he says in verse 24, what? Suppose there were 50 righteous within the city. Would you also destroy the place and not spare if only 50 righteous people were there? And he says in verse 25. For if from you to do such a thing as this, to kill the righteous with the wicked, so that the righteous should be as the wicked, far be it from you, shall not the judge of all the earth do right? Of course he does right. Verse 26. So the Lord said, If I find in Sodom 50 righteous people within the city, then I will spare all the place for their sakes. Can you imagine that? Fifty, just fifty. I'll spare the whole city. I mean, God's grace is being poured out. I mean, how long can God's grace be poured out on my life, your life, if you're not willing to repent? And then Abraham answered and said, Indeed now, who am I but dust? He says. Again, in ashes, and had taken it upon myself to speak to the Lord. Who am I that I'm interceding with God? The humility of Abraham as an intercessor. You see, he spends time with the Lord. Do we spend time with the Lord? The Bible says in the book of Revelation that when we pray, the prayer of the saints are around the throne of God. Many times you'll be praying for your family, whoever it is, and maybe God doesn't answer your prayer. You die, you go to be with the Lord. But the Bible says what? When you're gone, God still answers prayer. God still answers prayer. It really breaks my heart when parents come in and they say, my son, my daughter, they're so messed up. What can I do? Love them. Care for them, but don't allow sin in your home. Don't allow sin in your home. Because if you do it, it's called compromising. And how can God bless your home? How can God bless you when you're compromising, allowing, and agreeing? It's okay to be a homosexual or a lesbian or a fornicator or a liar, whatever you are today. God will not compromise. Very important to understand. He says, verse 28, Suppose there were five less, 45. 45. He says, Would you destroy the city for lack of five, 45? And he said to him, If I can find there 45 people, I will not destroy it. I will not destroy it. God's love, God's grace, God's mercy. He's actually listening to Abraham's prayer. Abraham, keep praying. If you pray, I'm listening. But I tell you right now, Abraham, I'm going to give the grace of God to Sodom and Gomorrah, and they got to choose. Verse 29. And then he spoke to him again. And he said, suppose there should be 40 found there. 40. He said to him, I will not destroy it for 40. And then he said, let not the Lord be angry. was intercession. And I will speak. Suppose 30 should be found there. How long can you speak to God? Well, because of God's grace, you can speak as long as you can until God says, don't pray anymore. Suppose 30 should be found there. So he said, I will not destroy if I find 30. Verse 31. And he said, indeed now I have taken up upon myself to speak to you, Lord, Suppose they should be found there. So he said, I will not destroy it for the sake of 20 now. 20, imagine that. And then he says, verse 32. Then he said, let not the Lord be angry again. Notice, if I will speak, but one more time, one more time, Lord, please listen to me. Suppose 10 should be found there. Imagine from 50 to 10 now. What will God do on the day of judgment? To people that had the grace of God given to them. But they rejected it. And continued their sin. That's why it's important to know the Bible. To know what Jesus taught. To know what the prophets taught. So that when we read the Bible. The Holy Spirit has come to convict us of sin. I don't just open my Bible. When I read it, sometimes I have to stop in that paragraph or that scripture. God is speaking to my heart about something in my life or a blessing in my life. He goes on, verse 33. He said, remember, 10. So the Lord went his way. There he goes. He's leaving. That's it. I'm done. And the Lord went his way as soon as he had finished speaking with Abraham. Abraham I'm done. I gave you the opportunity from 50 to 10, and yet you couldn't even find 10 in that city. Only Lot, his wife, and his two daughters. That's it. God now is going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. And when you think of the destruction of God in Sodom and Gomorrah, he says in verse 33, So the Lord went his way as soon as he had finished speaking with Abraham. And Abraham returned to his home. Done deal. Don't pray anymore, Abraham. I'm done. We gave him an opportunity for 50 to 10. And we couldn't even find 10 people. I wonder what God is saying at this present time with each one of us individually knowing what's going on in our lives, knowing that not only we're coming against the Holy Spirit of God because we're not being convicted or we're not listening to the conviction of the Holy Spirit. When he says don't do that, or you'll pay the consequences. You see, the Holy Spirit is being given to convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. John chapter 16 says that. And when you come to know the Lord Jesus Christ, too much is given, much more is required. Much more required, which means the judgment will be greater on you because of what you know. And I would pray that today we would wake up to know and understand that God means what he says. This is not just a story. This is the story, true story, in history, what happened to Sodom and Gomorrah. And yet the community of homosexuals and lesbians God is so graceful for not destroying them yet. But there's a day coming. That God will say enough is enough and the judgment of God will come. And not even anyone that is interceding will be able to be heard because God will say like Abraham, that's it, no more, go home. Abraham knew he went home because he knew that his God was a God of grace, a God of love, a God of mercy. But God hated sin. And He gives us His grace, His love, and His mercy. This is why He went to the cross.
1: We hope today's message has stirred your heart to be more intentional about interceding for your friends and loved ones who are still lost in sin. You're listening to Somebody Loves You Radio with Raul Reese. To review Rawl's teaching titled Abraham, a Prayer Warrior, call us at 800-634-9165 and we'll send an unedited version for a donation of $5 or more. To further spur you on in seeking God's will for others, we'd like to offer you Rawl's entire series titled Men of the Bible, available on CD or USB drive, This study will assure you of the Lord's ability to work through ordinary people to accomplish amazing things in His name. You'll see that like Moses, Daniel, Peter, and many others, you can leave an eternal mark on this world simply by making yourself available to God. Visit SomebodyLovesYou.com or call 800-634-9165 to order Raw's 20 Lesson Men of the Bible series. We'll send you the CD collection for a gift of $26 or the USB drive for $21. That's 800-634-9165. Or you can write us at Somebody Loves You Radio, P.O. Box 4440, Diamond Bar, California, 91765. We'd also like to mention several free resources. You can email Rawl directly with your Bible questions and prayer requests. His address is Pastor at SomebodyLovesYou.com. Now, to listen to these programs at your convenience, download the podcast through iTunes or Spotify. And you can also download our app for digital Bible studies, live stream teaching, and much more. We are a listener-supported ministry, and we value your partnership. It helps us reach more people with the good news of Jesus Christ. Join us next time as we continue this inspirational Men of the Bible series with a look at Abraham's unwavering sacrificial faith. We'll get a challenge to follow Abraham in surrendering our lives to God's plan with a heart of hope and expectation. This program is sponsored by Somebody Lives Your Radio in Diamond Bar, California.